violent content. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Cool. So, uh, you guys ready to rock and roll? Yes, yes, I'm ready. Oh, so- and we should also praise uh, Shaft there for his. Uh, wonderful new equipment purchase, so he doesn't sound like he's on string and tin cans. Yes, and we're back out in the outdoor studio over in wonderful, beautiful downtown Anaheim, and I just took a look. We are now at 48 degrees. Yes, 48 degrees and beautiful downtown Anaheim. Nice. Well, let's get on to the first story. Access Access tonight. And it's about a man from Adam the Woo. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I thought so. Man banned from Walt Disney World for life. And uh, the article I'm actually looking at is at InvestorPlace.com, of all things. But um, they're talking about this guy banned from life for Disneyland or from Walt Disney World. But they're saying he can't enter the happiest place on Earth. And they got... They're talking about Disney World, showing pictures of Disneyland, using Disneyland slogans. Obviously, this is probably a West Coast person. but uh, I'm pretty sure, from what I remember, it was Florida where he got in trouble. Yeah, but you would think, um, you know, if it's that egregious, he might be uh, persona non grata on both coasts. Well, yeah, everywhere. I, I, I would agree with that. I just, you know, the, the story is kind of old. I think it came out probably... It popped maybe two, three weeks ago. And this said January 17th. I hadn't heard wow. about it. So a month of, ago almost, okay. One of our listeners texted me and asked me if we were going to talk about it. Um, so it sounds like it's old news, but I find it kind of funny in a way. But then remember, did we not sit and somewhat praise yet, um, how would you say it? Uh, we recommend you not try this at home, but people who've done the thing like with... Um, the Horizons uh, guys? Horizon guys, and then there's guys the who Mesa Verde times, yeah. To, um, the island. Um, oh yeah, the Discovery Island. No, not no. It was River Country, right? Then they well from River Country to Discovery Island, which later became Treasure, or did it start as Treasure and go to whatever that island was across from, you know, over in that bay. Um, I'm I'm losing track of it right now, but yes, uh, where they used to have the animals, where you could go over uh, and see them by watercraft. But they chose to um, not use a watercraft, but just swim at night. Yeah. Which, so we, we okay. talked about those, right? And those have been kind of funny in a way, but we've also said how dangerous it's been and um, can't believe they got away with it. And then here's a guy that's been banned for life. But not only banned for life, but um, banned for life without warning that his activities and behavior was, was getting him into trouble. Yeah, I see this. I never received any emails from Disney on what I was doing was wrong. So I figured maybe I'll get a slap on the wrist. They'll talk about the video, say, don't do it anymore. All that good stuff. Yeah. None of that happened. I think that's pie in the sky. I mean, they were waiting for me at the gate and they got me. <laughs> Ooh, did, 
waiting for him at the gate. Live in that people think they can push the rules, push the boundaries, and they'll get a cease and desist and not get in trouble. Well, it seems to me, I remember a number of years ago, a couple friends of mine trying to convince me that let's go visit Universal Studios and go wandering around the back lot. What's the worst they're going to do? They're just going to say, don't do that, shake a finger, and they'll send us on our way. And I think I remember mentioning, well, they could say you're trespassing, have us arrested, cited, and get a ticket, and we'll have to pay a fine. Uh, I don't remember that. You wouldn't be referring to us, would you? <laughs> well, I don't know who 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 do I know that had that we used to have annual passes over to uh, Universal Studio and said, "Oh, let's just go on the tour and we can just go get lost from the tour and go wandering around the back lot and see what there is." <laughs> uh, and saying, "Oh, nothing's going to happen." And my other friend, th- fortunately, happened to also uh, have been in a little bit of the know and said, "Oh, yes, I've been there when we've arrested people." backstage at disneyland and because they've gone there and they're not supposed to be there and they're trespassing so really anyways yes you, so if someone goes backstage at disneyland and they get caught they get arrested someone climbs over someone climbs over the fence cuts through it or something no, like that no, yeah. that's not how they enter i was gonna say no that's climbing a fence is a little bit different than going through a door that says employees only so I, I'm just. I totally I'm, agree because, uh, quite honestly, we get people, or I, I say it like I'm still there, but you know, we used to get our uh, Muslim buddies that would come backstage, roll out their um, prayer mats, their prayer mats, and say a prayer, and I would just like, yeah, well, go ahead, I'll give you some privacy, finish it, and then please leave, or you know, please go back on stage. And and, and that still happens. That still happens quite often too. But often you know, too, if, so. was, if I was going back there and doing the rosary. I can guarantee you I would not have the same privacy. No, you would not. Good Muslim friends. <laughs> no, no, because I've had people do the rosary and I've given them just as the no, same courtesy. So. If I hadn't brought that up, you would have never mentioned it. <laughs> okay, so... Well, I, I wouldn't think it was worth mentioning if you didn't bring it up, so... Uh-huh. All right, so now, if, you know, right now, I, I'm, if I walked backstage with a video camera, would I get arrested? Because... Because obviously I don't have the Disney look, so I don't blend in. Yeah, you don't blend in I don't at know all. If there's a Disney look anymore, considering yeah. they have beards, and I've seen some kind of shaggy hair a few times. They've got tattoos. They're fat. They're skinny. They're ugly. There's, they're cute. I'm, mean, I'm not sure if there's a look anymore. Really? I'm serious. No, no. I, I know. I'm, I'm asking the frontline cast member if there's really if the if the appearance standards have been ultimate completely relaxed. Can you can you have yes yes the appearance standards have been completely relaxed oh well almost almost there's I know mustaches are allowed within. and beards really don't you yeah, really. Where, where were you when we were talking about well maybe we talked about it on the hub I thought you were you were up on this and I can't find anything about Adam the Woo having a book signing Richard so I don't know what you're no I, I didn't say it was adam the woo i just said there there was a couple guys that were doing a book signing so i don't know who, you, when we said there was a guy banned from the park you said you were warned at disneyland that this guy was in the neighborhood that is no i said that we that we were warned that there's a couple guys that do that regularly that were doing a a uh book signing i said i wonder if it's the same guys uh, that's not how you said it before. Yes, uh, it is. Play so it back. my question is still unanswered. Oh, and by the way, yes, I knew they'd relax the appearance standards for mustaches. I didn't know beards were included. Yeah, beards, uh, goatees, all kinds of things. 
it's fun. <laughs> All right. So seriously, okay. So yeah, my, Mike and I haven't had a face to face meeting for oh almost a year now because he hasn't seen my beard. Uh, what you call a barely grown in goatee? <laughs> you know, <laughs> beach fuzz. Uh, so. Okay, so so my scenario about not having the Disney look does, is out the window. But if I go back there with a video camera, what's going to happen to you me? Yeah, I'm I, I'm going to I'm going to go with the usual uh, non-committal. It all depends on on a lot of different things, and I'm going to say no. You probably won't get arrested, but you probably get the third degree. They're going to ask a you know twenty questions plus and a bunch of other things. Sure, but, sure. That that's. A reasonable so, response to me wandering to some place I'm pretty sure I don't belong. Because, you know, in all honesty, just exactly like you said, there are a lot of people that just don't know, don't notice the signs, can't see the signs, don't read the signs, or in Greg's case, just ignore the signs. And uh, why would you do wander back that? in that air? <laughs> just because I could. But no, there's a lot of people that, that do that do go back there and they go, oh, this is kind of interesting and whatever. Um, so I, I'm going to say the non-committal. It all depends on the situation, and the circumstances. So, so do you think? So now let's try to extrapolate. Why, why did this guy not get a warning? Did he never get caught? Well, what I'm reading is saying he had been before, um, but he's also. There's, I don't guess go see if this is actually a quote from him or not. I saw it in a little, the preview area. Um, somebody's saying I think Disney needs to start locking the doors, metaphorically speaking. But um, I, I think because the guy's been posting stuff, I think on the internet, from what I'm gathering, that obviously his face became known, you know, and they decided that shit's not happening anymore i'm also going to go and i think you guys both agree since you both had annual passes that you have that that nice little uh, phrase on the back that if you are found breaking the rules the pass is subject to revocation and if this guy i'm going to make the assumption he has been caught at least once in the past and that they probably uh did talk to him at that time and they might have just ended up zapping his pass. I don't know. You know what I find so. funny is I, I it ended up on the, somebody's board, Diz boards. Somebody saying, um, you know, trespassing is wrong, illegal, dangerous, and a liability in Walt Disney World. You know, I think there's a – I'm going to say there's a gray area to trespassing when you're in a place that's open to the public and you wander into an area that is – let's say uh an employee area only it's it's still on the same grounds it's not um you know if it was so dangerous of an area they would lock it like to an attraction or something um but i think it's because what the guy was doing i mean if you wander into it you can always be pushed the other way um i I think some of these these posts are a little overboard uh, everybody would love to have a look backstage, I think, but I think this guy's made a, um, you know, a habit. That's what I'm trying to find. A, there was a YouTube post about him saying, "Well, I don't know what I did. They they didn't warn me, you know." It's like, well, they they really they did warn him every time there was a sign that said cast members only. Exactly, is a warning. Is it technically trespassing after you've been told yes, don't go back there? I guess it would be. 
just like we used to tell people, like if I arrested him today for shoplifting, thank you very much. You're welcome to come back on another day. But if you return today, we will consider that trespassing and we will arrest you uh, uh, under those, you know. What's the thought process behind that? Why, about, why you're not welcome back the rest of the day, the rest of the day today, but you're welcome back any time after today. What is that like a go home and think Disney wants the money. (laughs) No, okay. No, I understand why they let you come back, but why is today all of us no good anymore? Well, go home and go home and think about your mistake. You you committed it today. So we're kicking you out. Okay. You've lost your privileges for the day, but if you can, um, you know, refrain from this kind of behavior the next time you're welcome to be here. But again, if we would arrest you again and they happen to, you know, I, I don't want to give away any trade secrets, but it, you, the chances of you being looked up and found from a previous one, if it's months apart, years apart, it depends on what kind of an ass you made of yourself the first time. Sure. Unless I got, I was going to say. Or known one, you know. I was going to say also, you know, if you're going through the process of arresting, I mean, that means that somebody's uh, signing a citation. You're going to have to go to court. Somebody's going to, and everything in answer to it. It's kind of bad form to say, well, you can stay in here, but uh, we're arresting you for your activity here. But you can stay on our property. It, it, you know, it just looks better. Just don't come back today. I, I think Mike's question was more down the line of why, you know. If you're getting rid of them one day, why aren't they just, uh, you know, persona non grata from here on? Well, no, Richard answered that question because, you know, if you're willing to spend the money, they'll let you come back. I think it, it just it just smells like or looks like, okay, slap your hand, go to your room, think about what you did, and come back tomorrow when you're ready to be, you know, behave. Social again. Yeah. Now, honestly, I don't know, like, because most people don't get arrested. They get just, we take this stuff back. They may or may not get a site release. I mean, at least in my day, I'm not sure what they're doing today. But you know, if you were arrested and taken away, I would think you were not welcome until you at least had your court case to know whether or not you were guilty or not. But you know, it's. I mean, I can only remember a rare few times where there was a person that had been recognized coming through the front gate that had been a problem and was, you know found as quickly as possible and removed again, usually in the back of a, you know, black and white car. Uh, (laughs) And became a guest of the city of Anaheim, the wonderful, wonderful city of Anaheim. Anyways, um, I'm not sure how much more we could uh, beat that dead horse. No, no, it's, you know, but it's a valid question. It it just... You know, like, again, you got a guy, I think, who's doing it over and over and over. You know, um, I, I wonder if their response would have been different if he didn't post his little uh, adventures online for everyone to see. Because think, let's take it, let's you know, take it from Disney's point of view. There's this guy flagrantly violating the "you're not welcome here" areas, videotaping his activity, and then putting it online for people to see. If you're Disney, do you do you not want that? You, first of all, you don't want that to continue because you know. It's, well, so, yeah. So far, I'm not finding the part where the guy is supposedly. I'm I'm, I'm combing through a bunch of reports. Um, but here's the other aspect of it. You know, he gets he gains notoriety for it, and then does he gain, get copycats? Now, because they didn't nip this in the bud, they're setting themselves up for anybody else that comes along to expect to be warned before they get stopped. Does that make you know what I'm saying? 
Well, that's the only reason I think you, you know, going into your scenario, you have a better chance right now of maybe getting a little more attention because of this recent activity. Just like I'm worried about cameras and uh, the way some filming might be done right now. In fact, this uh, something, you know, uh, Blueberry had a uh, copy to post from Mice Chat. And, they, you know, they were talking about Escape from Tomorrow. A film was entirely in secret on Disney property without the Disney's knowledge. Um, but they all talk. They also talk about urban exploring. Right. You've, you've heard about this where people break into buildings, climb over fences on private par- property. They go into restri- restricted areas. And, you know, in fact, I was watching, you know, <laughs> channels got that show Underground Cities. You seen that? Uh, I have seen that. Okay, this, yeah, I've seen this it. guy was over in Eastern Europe, and actually, I want to say, Mike, it might have been. I no. think there was there was an underground city episode about Budapest. Yes, yes, right? there there was, and it might have been that one, but it was like an hour north of Budapest. It was a tank factory of all places. It's a it's basically it was a mine dug out. It's huge. It's unbelievably huge. Technically, the public's not allowed in there, but they had a spelunker with them that has. This is what he does for a hobby is going through this thing. And it, it, the thing was just falling apart around him. They, they said the whole, you know, the whole mountain above it or plane or whatever is, is coming down on it. But theoretically, that wasn't open to the public. And they went and did it anyways. Well, at least, of course, that's the, oh. the shtick of and the show. But who knows? When I was going through a radio class years ago, a guy that was in my class was a professional spelunker for the uh, – U.S. Park Service, and one of the girls in class, oh, so you go in mines? He goes, no, going into a mine, we don't call that spelunking, we call that suicide. Uh, he got paid to do it? Yeah, he was paid by the uh, National Park Service. Uh, it was strictly part-time work, but yeah, going into uh, different cave systems, cool. uh, exploring and mapping them out for uh, possible future uh, tours or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's what this kid done. You know, it was an old Nazi... Um tank factory and amongst other things in there and it was hidden in, oh. or north of budapest it was actually a really cool episode the whole, oh yeah i was, the whole I was just area of budapest the whole way they built it up was very cool yeah i was just reading a book uh called gray wolf and it talked about all the hidden underground areas that the nazis uh built many but also uh uh Others that were already there in the past, they kind of uh, added to and built up on them. And then there was a, a show, I think, on history that was Underground Germany, where they went into some of the old underground bunkers underneath uh, Berlin that were part of the Nazi regime that still exist, but they, you know, for obvious reasons for danger and whatnot, uh, they don't like having people, but they allowed this group to go in there and film, show it all off. Huh. I'm not hung on you because I was pretty much not listening Uh, (laughs) that's fine that was the courtesy huh (laughs) a few of those shows and it's kind of cool they go into yeah they're totally locked down they're still there this but that's there's another guy who's been kicked out of uh, disney world because he looks too much like santa claus it's on the huffy huffington puffington post oh gosh oh and we know we can trust the huffington post (laughs) i don't think she owns it anymore that's you sell it that's right up there with tmz yeah well she um yeah, unfortunately, the the low information voter gets a lot of their information from <laughs> places like uh, the Huffington Puffington Post and uh, 
John Stewart and all the rest of the idiots who. That's why they shouldn't uh, be voting. Yeah, well, anyways, this guy supposedly has been, uh, and he looks, he does look a lot like a very scary Santa Claus, has been, uh, I guess, asked not to come into the park. Is he dressed in a red suit and everything? Uh, that, I didn't read that far. I saw his picture and I stopped there because I was, you know, it's kind of scary actually. He's not exactly scary claws, but he's he's got the look, you know. If he was dressed, uh, but you know, you don't even necessarily does he, dress like does, Santa Claus. We used to have the guy that we called uh, the Admiral, and even if he wasn't really wearing his pea coat and stuff, he still looked like an old sea guy, you know. Um, but anyways, let's move off them. Unless you've got something right. else to beat this. No. Story no. On. All right, you ready we, to do some? We uh, could do the over/unders. Is that what you want to do next? I was thinking about doing some mail. Knock off the jaw, Jack, and it's time for mail call. Okay, we could do that too. <laughs> do we actually have that much mail? Sorry, I'm. Uh, 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 just the the thing about the addressing the possible copyrights we talked about last time. Yeah, and since it did kind of come up again as we mentioned that movie. Um, Oh, I, f- I did finally get to watch Missing in the Mansion. Oh, yeah. What do you think? That was that was well done. That was did- well done. And I watched the making of, too. Yes. Good. And that and we're, before you watched that, were you not going, how the F did they do that? Uh, the, um, where, where she gets pulled out, that part? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know. The rest of it, I thought that's easy. Piece of cake. No. Up to that point, had me. The funny yeah. thing was, I was as I was watching it, I was watching it with the, with with an eye of okay, I'm looking for tricks, right? And I figured when I couldn't see anything, I'm thinking I, that can't be my first thought. That can't be in in the mansion. That has to be somewhere else. Uh huh. Because you can't. There's no movement, right? There's nothing going on behind them that I can remember seeing. But did I set you up for that, or were you already poised to look at it that way? Well, I, I want to say with the way you guys are talking about it, I was I was watching it from the beginning with look yeah. with a with an eye of okay, where are they, where is Disneyland ending and someone's studio starting? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty impressed by the studio they had uh, <laughs> that they were using. I don't know for the, who the, the green screen part. You mean because they said they shot the the uh, fake Doom buggy in that little office they had. Yeah, well, the makeup, everything they did. I yes. mean, it, was, it was all done very, very well, and they got lucky in a few things, like where the, the Omni Mover stopped that one time. Yes. Um, but still, not something out of the realm of anything we could – we definitely could do what they did easily. Uh, I just hadn't thought of it. Exactly. That, you know, it's like – Just um, just need to think of it. I, I thought the whole 10 minutes getting up to the mansion, I was like, okay, yeah, you're getting a big deal. I was like, where's this going? They were setting they, – if there was any critique, it was the the, the extended setup of oh, disaster happening. That's well, that and because the idea that this tape was found and lost and found, you had to have something on it more than just the mansion part. You know, you're you're totally setting it up as it was a day in the park. You yes, know? yes. All their randomness and and stuff going on. Have you watched it, Richard? Yeah, I told you I watched it the last time. You didn't sound real serious that you'd actually seen it. Did you watch the how they did it? No, I have not watched that. Okay. Well, let's move on to the uh, email then. It's from Matt the Esquire. It says, gentlemen, just listening to your show and you question what elements of Disneyland or Walt Disney World may vest intellectual property rights in the Walt Disney Company. Here are just a few thoughts. Through fair use or nominative use considerations could trump successful prosecution thereof in court. 
architectural works in the form of buildings and the parks, musical works in the form of theme songs of attractions and ambient music, sculptures in the form of audio animatronics, props, and set pieces, photographs, drawings, and paintings in the form of set backgrounds, signs, and park maps, choreography in the form of audio animatronics and parade routines, speeches in the form of audio animatronic audio tracks. As always, the standard disclaimers, I-A-N-L-Y and I-A-N-A-L-I-Y-I. I'm not your lawyer, and I'm not a lawyer in your jurisdiction. <laughs> Thank you very much. For our humorous look at the, at the reverse of this issue, how a theme park could blatantly infringe the copyrights of an entertainment franchise, one just needs to look to China. Yeah, Any China. YouTube uh, link of um, some of the ripoffs. Over. I think that's that... Um, which one? I've, now I've forgotten which one that was. He gave us a link to. I know I've seen it before. Uh, oh, the illegal World of Warcraft theme park in China. So it wasn't a, <laughs> a total rip off of that. But we know that. Remember that one we talked about? I think when the show was still on, that was using Disney-like characters plus other. Um, yeah, that, was that China was or that, Japan? Uh, no, that was in Japan. That was what was Naraland. Oh, Nar- Nar- yeah, Nara. Yeah. No, 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 that Nara Dreamland is yes. one that almost exactly like Disneyland, just a little smaller scale and paper mache-ish. Uh, then really there, bad. There's the one in China that had a very much the Cinderella-like castle, had the characters that looked like knockoffs of Disney characters, plus other oh, yeah. uh, other characters. I know we talked about it, and it's in China, uh, which is why we thought, why go build in China when they already got and That was that one video from. What? What'd you say about video? We we saw that. I remember when we were talking about that. There was a video that we saw that, uh, yeah, it was like a six foot tall or seven foot tall Mickey Mouse and Minnie with a evil looking Donald Duck. Yeah, and they, and they had characters from like uh, some other, uh, like maybe not Warner Brothers, but some other places. But it was a China one, set totally separate from Nara Dreamland. That's that's a whole nother funny one to look at. Um, but anyways, yeah, they the the. I, I think it's fair to say without, you know, if we get emails, just send them the shaft, that the Asian culture... Well, no, he won't. He doesn't check them. I, that's true. The Asian culture just doesn't um, respect copyright laws like we do. I mean, you, it's and it's not like I'm picking on, uh, you know, one area because China does it. Uh, Korea does it. Japan obviously has done it because Nara Dreamland was there. Uh, so... You know, I, I don't think I don't think Japan's as bad as maybe they were 40 years ago, but you know, I a lot of um, how do you say uh, fake clothes and things like that come out of uh, Korea. China obviously doesn't respect our uh, rights to films and other things that they just copy and you know do whatever and they don't enforce. So it's somewhat broad stroke, but. You know, live with it. Send the emails to Richard. He won't read them anyway. So, <laughs> oh, you know, I did send you guys something that we should. That, now that I think about it, I sent you guys something that we should talk about on the show. But oh now, yes, you have that because I'm gonna have to go find. No, no, I think we should save it. What was it? Uh, the racism business. Like, second, oh, families oh. accusing Disneyland characters of racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I read that one. Yeah, uh, there's yeah two families now. Uh, you know what? And the, 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 okay, we're not going to go into. We'll save it for later. Yes, when it's old news again, like we did no, the first. No, no, come on. <laughs> what are we moving into now? Then 
Uh, over-unders. Over-unders. Okay, let's do our over-unders. All right. So, uh, I'm going to skip question one because we think we already did it. All right, so question now number one. Over-under. And we should say Mark has not responded to any. Some of those should have run their time by now, shouldn't they? Uh, We've already dropped an F-bomb. and let's see. As a producer, he is not... Yeah, he's not keeping up. Well, you know, we're getting what we're paying for. That's exactly right. All right, so over under five years. Disneyland or DCA will get the electrical parade back. Under. I'll go with under two because I think the only reason it stopped at DCA was construction. I'm going to say over. I don't think it's ever coming back. Really? You think it's finally finally done after all the no i don't think it's done i i i'm that was more wishful thinking i liked it i just didn't like when they when they changed it but now that uh, well, what do you mean change it you being at dca versus no Disneyland? no they added the the extra flourishes to the floats the tinkerbell thing got added see i kind of i thought that was a nice embellishment you know for an aging you know sure christmas, christmas light parade um and but yeah, I, I think it's going to be under, and I think it's going to go back to Disneyland. I was going to say, it wouldn't surprise if it went back to DCA because DCA construction's done. Now they have a parade route back. Yeah, yeah but the but, problem is, is you got the nighttime show over there, too. Yeah, you do. Plus, you just oh, have true. the true, new true. out that's not, you know, that park is still probably getting used to dealing with. Well, I'm still going to say over. Okay, good for you. Moving on. All right. Over under six shows. Before an episode of MiceCast goes over two hours, <laughs> haven't we already? No, we haven't done that. Yet. No, okay. no. <laughs> we 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 did not. What was it? Ninety six minutes. It was like, yeah. <laughs> so under because uh, the women in the room here can't uh, can't stay up too late. Well, I, I'm going to so go you mean, under. You mean, because... you mean over? Don't you mean over? No, I mean we're not going to go over because. Yeah, so the over is we're gonna it's gonna be longer than six shows before we do a two hour oh, one. So then yes, I'm gonna go over. Thank you. I'm gonna go under because Greg's already been pushing the pushing the uh, envelope on it, and now that uh, any needs that uh, that I might have needed to be able to end the show on on time as agreed upon uh, have kind of gone to the wayside. Greg's just gonna push it until he keeps pushing it and. We burn the show down to the ground again. So. I'm going to say over because I'm going to resist his pleas and pushes and prods to go to two hours. We got to. I'm still going to go under because you always, he always he always he always fall back to him. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, if we were doing weekly, it'd be easy to keep it to an hour, but we're not so. Uh, sometimes some subjects just need a little more attention, you know. That's true. All right. Question. You wait two weeks to pick it up, then it's like old news by then. Then then that other show, The Hub, tries to, you know, jump <laughs> our, Try to or, or our, our, pimp uh, our... Pimp our stuff. <laughs> that's right. They're, those guys are always doing that. To me, <laughs> just pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, last question. Over under 10 years. Disneyland Resort will open a third gate as provided by the purchase of Marvel and or Lucas franchises. Well, I would I would have said I don't I don't like that that question's tied to the two new purchases. Um 
you know, I just think a third gate in general has been playing for a while, or they've talked about it for a while. Uh, what was the over-under again? Ten years. Ten years it'll be implemented? Open, open a third gate. I'm going to say, yeah, I'll do over, right, ten years? Yeah. I, I, yes, I think it'll happen. Whether or not it's one of those two properties or because of those two properties or primarily something based around those two properties, I hold my reservations because we already have Star Wars in Disneyland. We don't really have Marvel, but I don't see us doing a, a strictly Marvel park. No, I don't see a strictly Marvel park either. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to agree. I, I, I don't think uh, those properties, unlike, I mean, we keep joking about Pixar on how much Pixar has been going into California Adventure, but I don't think one of those properties by themselves is going to be enough to just say, let's go build another park. But yeah, there's... there's, there's, there's I disagree with you. I think those... Oh, I, I think Star Wars. Uh, I'm talking about Marvel. Or, uh, did they say Star Wars? Because I was thinking of Marvel when I was saying. Yeah, that. yeah. He said Marvel, Marvel or Lucas, Marvel and Lucas. Or Lucas. Yeah, Mark, I think, Marvel, I think Marvel, Lucas. Lucas could definitely have a standalone park. I think Marvel could too, but I see Marvel being less of a Disney-like park and more of a, you know, Islands of Adventure versus. Um, Wait, you know, haven't they already done that? Islands of Adventure. Yeah, isn't that named after all the rides? Aren't they named after? Marvel comic characters? The there whole? Are, no, it's not the whole place because, you know, they've got... Uh, oh, Jurassic that's right. Batman, too, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Got uh, Harry that's Potter. And they've got they've got the really old cartoons. What's that? Uh, not Yosemite Sam. The the Canadian... Warner Brothers? What? Oh. The Canadian a, what? The Canadian dude. Um, Dudley Do-Right? Dudley Do-Right. They've got a... <laughs> of the RCMP. <laughs> Dudley Do-Right uh, In... water ride that the people just come off... It's a it's a wet T-shirt, right? I mean, it just it's cool. Uh, but I'm going to agree with Greg. I, I know the there has always been talk of that third gate that they're going to do somewhere. But when you take a look at it in a realistic realm, where do you put the third gate? Because you you need a pretty good sized footprint. And yeah, you can always buy new land and everything. But I it's just don't picture it. Saying I, your parking lot would I, be. I was going to say I know where the third gate was supposed to go. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just don't see it happening in less than 10 years. I picture them doing a lot of other things before they get back to do, trying to work out a third gate at Disneyland. Just think, Richard, one day you will be parking at Anaheim Stadium in a parking structure. What are you talking about? We've already been parking at Anaheim Stadium. He's... For employees? Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't know you were parking all when, the way when, when it gets crazy, busy, crowded, they they put guests in the cast member lot on Catella there. Okay, well, how about this? When you always park out there, okay. in a in a in a twelve story parking structure, yeah, <laughs> that would be absolutely scary. And then you hop on a people mover to get to Disneyland. But you, you know, you know what? You guys laugh about that, but think about the guys who've worked at the Magic Kingdom. They don't park right up close. You know, we used to be lucky at Disneyland. We put, we parked, you know, right there behind uh, Tomorrowland. The Wait, Magic Kingdom has been bust into and their complain park. And complain when you had to park out in Mickey. That's right. <laughs> they closed the Alice lot. Goddamn tourists, like, got to park way out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They closed the Alice hey. lot so the daytime guys have to park way out far and so the nighttime people can park close. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, um, I, I don't see it that would be that unfeasible to just permanently move uh, employee parking out there or 
whatever you know i th- i think shaft told us before we went off the air that they were breaking ground for the new parking structure at the old um uh hotel i can't think of the name grand of the, the grand grand the grand hotel, hotel. Grand. that's yeah the, the pumba lot that's pumba yeah there that has yeah they they haven't done a thing to it they, they were saying they're going to break ground on it about yeah two years ago and it is yet now we're hearing that oh yeah we're looking at it again but uh, now it's back into the mode of okay. I'll, I'll I'll wait until I see the first uprights going before I start thinking about it. That's again. another but, overflow lot. How many spots in there? Maybe a thousand. I don't know. I'm not sure. And that's also yeah. We've been moving uh, cast members over into that lot now and then too. Well, that would be better. It's closer walk. Yeah, and that that that, that is a walk. Uh, there's no shuttles between Pumba and uh, Disneyland. It's strictly walking. It's not much different than a walk from Mickey, you know. I know I've, yeah. I've, I've showed up to Disneyland and getting and been parked in the convention center parking lot too. So I did that once. That was the most horrible. It sucked. Thing. It sucked. Uh, and you have to it's walk. It's like going to Knott's. It's like going to Knott's Berry Farm on uh, Halloween Haunt, where you park at your best friend's uh, fiance's house and walk from her house several blocks through over the backyard to, right through, through the, the backyard through the backyard across the <laughs> across the vacant lot and back of the school and <laughs> across the across the Knott's Berry farm parking lot and then and then across the street to the back gate if we were smart we would have just cut a hole in the employee fence and just went through there <laughs> that would be trespassing then That's we right. get arrested <laughs> well, they, only if you had a video camera yeah how would they know we weren't a cast member who'd parked back there or they don't call them cast members, an employee. Uh, you know, you never know. That's a good question. Didn't have to walk in a big group looking like you were going somewhere. <laughs> Spread out a little bit, you know? Yeah, look like a cadet review over there. That's right. Ah, what's that from? That's Star Trek, right? Star Trek Four, uh, Which I happen to get the entire series over on Blu-ray a little bit, and I've been enjoying it. The only bad thing is they put back the original motion star trek the motion picture back the way it was in theatrical release director's cut so much better uh, you know i haven't we, seen director's cut i was talking them. to aaron about this on the hub last week i think and we were agreeing that the star trek fans have probably been some of the most abused fans in we'll just use the biggest umbrella we can home video which will encompass dvd vhs and blu-ray they have again and again and again and again re-released those movies in different ways and i've seen a lot of pushback from the fans that said f you paramount i'm not buying another version because they'll you know at first you couldn't get star trek in sequence order you'd get like episode 30 with episode 19 like like arcs story arcs that supposedly went together right no sometimes they weren't even story arcs i think to get uh uh, the Wrath of Khan or the Khan one, what was that, Space Seed, it came with some, you know, loser episode that nobody wanted to see. So you got, well, you know, you got like, weird pairings. Um, and then they came out, yeah, with like a Captain series where it's, you know, it's the main arcs about strictly about the Captain, almost solo. And then you had the the uh, alternate universe ones. But then they, then they would release the video with no... Um, extra features then a year later they'd have the extra special edition with extra features you know and it just it just kept doing then they would box them in a a case that looked like a uh, tr- uh transporter or a uh something it just it just got um 
yeah, <laughs> yeah Mike. Uh, the other one works for certain things, too. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, they just they just totally have abused the, the fans. And people think Lucas is bad because he's he, he's a futzer. He can't, he can't stop futzing with his film. You True. Know, it's, it's in the can. Leave it alone. But, but there's only been – okay, but let's think about it. There's been Star Wars released on VHS, which was the theatrical release – Pre nineteen ninety seven theatrical release, right? Yeah. Then they did. They re, then they released it on DVD with the theatrical the the nineteen ninety seven version with the extra effects, the extra computer generated effects added in. Don't forget Laserdisc. Oh yeah, the the. But those were this, no, those are pre VHS. Okay, still theatrical, but the the washed out prints, right? See, they've got they've got uh, Han Solo or uh, Han, sh- Han first, shooting first, yeah. Shot first. Uh, then you've got the one where he added in all the digital effects that got released in the theater. That was nineteen ninety seven, the twentieth anniversary. And then then they started the three Ds. Now I understand Disney's now stopped the three D. They're not gonna. They're saying no, we're not doing this. We're not remastering all these things in three D. We're we're done. Whichever ones hit the theater, that's it. Nemo, right? No, I'm talking. Yeah, and they, they I'm talking just, about the Lucas, uh, the Lucas films, the Star Wars. They, oh, you know, bringing them all back in 3D. Supposedly Disney has stopped that. Oh, nope. so all we all we got was the first one. Yes. Uh, it didn't need to be in 3D, which either. is no loss as far as I'm nah, concerned. Nah, nah. So, uh, yeah, no, they they you know they need to do what Bond the Bond people did. All 22 films, 150 bucks, Blu-ray. Here you go. Yeah, that's cool. But, yeah, yeah, but you know, like any of those, then new ones come out, and then you're like, oh god, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't you, but now you just buy you one, know? right? Yeah, I know. But then, I mean, that's just you know, so you know, like Disney, we're gonna put it back in the vault, uh, you know, and all that crap. And but you have to admit, okay, have have has Disney not been sticking with that though? They've been fairly consistent. They I release think. a pile, and then it, you know, you don't hear from it for. Some years, and then it comes out like Peter Pan, right? Big deal, it's coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Is it really... That, you know, uh, Gary from the Mouse Lounge, him and I were talking about one night, he said he had picked up... I want to say it was Citizen Kane on Blu-ray. He says, oh, what a difference. It's a black and white film. That's what I said. <laughs> he says, oh, no, it really made a difference. And I, I've got some films in Blu-ray that I'm thinking, why did we bother buying this in Ray, or do I need to upgrade my TV? It's five years old. It's antiquated, or it's probably six or seven years old. It's an HD, but it's probably antiquated by uh, today's standards. So maybe I'm not getting the full value of, you know, the Blu-ray. Who knows? You know. That, well, that's kind of what I've looked at when uh, when I got the Blu-ray deck, and I still have a working DVD deck. Okay, which movies do I really want in Blu-ray and willing to spend you know the thirty bucks for it? And which ones can I go to the five dollar pile over at DVDs and get them? You know, who are you uh, paying thirty dollar yeah. Blu-rays, man? You're you're paying way They're too like much. They're like twenty bucks. They're coming down in price. Yeah, they are coming down. Got- but when I first got the Blu-ray deck, <laughs> but like I, I just got the I just got uh, my Sean Connery series series two, which had the the second three films of uh, Sean Connery as James Bond. I was should I buy it in Blu-ray? I got it for uh, like six dollars. The uh, uh, Thunderball, uh, Diamonds Are Forever, and you only, uh, you only Live Twice. Those three movies, six dollars for them on DVD. I don't need to have those on Blu-ray. I, the DVD is good enough is uh, good enough quality. 
as long or as your Blu-ray player will upconvert DVD from 480p which it does. to yeah, okay. which it does. But I mean, and, and it's so much you can do with upconverting. Uh, you know, now I mean, in some sense, a film like that, I, you know, it high def is going to be a higher quality than you've ever seen it, um, you know, before. So. I guess it depends on how much you're into a particular film. Uh, I, black and white, I just didn't see the necessity of of uh, a Blu-ray. But I don't have anything black and white on Blu-ray yet, so I can't personally make a judgment. Uh, Gary thought it was a huge difference, but, you know. Hey, did, I guess did, the question on that would be how your lines of resolution. I mean, are you satisfied with 480, or do you want the full 1080 lines of resolution to get those subtle effects going well, on in the background. It also depends on how close you sit to the television. 480, 480, uh, native 480 on a high definition television, and you're looking and you're close, it's, you're going to tell that it's not well, that good of a picture. On, if, you yeah. step, if you step back, then the lines of resolution start to blend a little better and you won't notice so much. But, of course, the, the new thing I was, I've been looking at is the new ultra high definition that they're trying to talk about what the 4k business 2k right now <sighs> Four, 4k is the industrial they're trying to try to they're trying to convince the market that the new thing is 2k for the home well that's that's why <laughs> that's, that's why some people aren't investing a lot in blu-ray i've heard a lot of this from the professionals they don't think blu-ray is going to be around much longer well what do you mean by much longer five years Five or less. Well, they, yeah, there has to be a format to come along and supplant it before it can. Die. Oh, I understand, but you know, when you look at like what Richard's saying that the two and four K stuff that is already available, um, if they can make it affordable for the home, then you know you've Blu-ray is a stepping stone that's going to get you know squished down to the silt very quickly. Hey, the now, biggest question. Go ahead, I Richard. keep cutting off, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. I, I was going to – well, uh, I've kind of lost it, but I was going to say, did – you know, Peter Pan's latest Blu-ray to come out for Disney, did it ever – was it ever released on DVD? Or was the last time it was released for purchase was VHS? No, it was on DVD before. It was on DVD about – I want. I, I know it's always the seven-year cycle, but I want to say it was more like about five years ago. Are they still into that, think, though? Or no, I guess it is seven years because it was during the 50th anniversary that they had the big thing, the uh, golden edition of, uh, of uh, sure? Peter Pan. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm going to double check because – Go ahead and double check because you always, you always like to double check. Well, you know, because something doesn't smell – because <laughs> we always bought Disney movies on DVD. We never bought Peter Pan on DVD, so I'm wondering if it actually ever came out or if we just missed it. Peter Pan DVD 2007 two disc premium edition available on eBay. There you go. So yes, it it was. I know there was a point where I owned every Disney movie. You know the animation when they came out. I I couldn't tell you the last time we bought. You know, used to be a big deal. More and more, I'm not liking a lot of what Disney's released. And you know, and I've, if I like say I've got Peter Pan maybe. Still on VHS somewhere, and if I don't watch it that much, you know. Come I, on. I just think it's well, a, you still have young kids. It's a bigger difference. No, know. no. I was also. It, it's also a matter of a, a, your your snapshot of life. How many Disney movies were available when you started collecting? 
yeah, true. twelve, right? Twelve. Once 15? they started to get into Mulan and the newer ones, I just you know I lost a lot of interest in Disney animation, and I didn't go back. Like I couldn't wait. Well, Peter or uh, Snow White came out. I'm like. I probably pulled out my Snow White laser disc once, twice, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Fantasia Special Collection oh. laser disc. Yeah. Uh, it's been out of the package once, I think. It's just not that kind of movie that you pull out and watch all the time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I got my Fantasia Special Collector's Edition on laser that's been in the machine maybe two or three times. But uh, one that's come up because the big thing was in the paper, the. Uh, Chinese New Year this last year suddenly it's like oh let's go watch Mulan and discovering that yeah we have Mulan but it's on VHS what yeah and that's the problem is uh, trying to find a VHS machine to be able to play it it was you know it's tucked in that back corner uh, behind the DVDs and we found Mulan and it's like do we have Mulan yeah we have Mulan yeah we'll we'll watch that one night we pull it out it's it's a tape it's not DVD so it's one that will have to eventually someday be replaced shame shame I know it's it's like what Greg said you you just kind of forget about your collections there well to you know I say kids go you know through the cycles of what they want to watch as an adult even though I love animation, I don't find myself going back and watching a lot of uh, animation. Uh, yeah. Certain ones, yes. I had to watch Wall-E for school. You know my... Yeah, okay. you loved that movie so much, I know. And I in class the other day, I said, this is the worst Pixar movie they've made. And the guy looks at me and says, what? I'm like, yeah. I think I animated, you know, animation-wise, I think the first half of the movie was done pretty well. When it got to the fat glob people, <laughs> and the preaching of the big box stores, and uh, buy more, uh, you know, and all the uh, references to anything. By from, and large, yeah. Oh, that's from, right. By and large, buy more was uh, Chuck. Yeah, and anything yeah. from references to you know, you know, Soylent Green to uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. It's about any post-apocalyptic film that's ever been done about good old planet Earth. They think they covered it. And the whole switching from real people to fat animated people just didn't work for me. Uh, so it was a nice try. The short was funny. The short well, was a lot better than the film. The the one thing I'll say this from a uh, a uh, film school standpoint is it was a nice film in so much as the limited amount of dialogue. He did strictly tell the picture with stories and what with, with I'm sorry. Tell stories that. with pictures. You strike that. Tell the stories with picture exactly. Strike it and reverse it. Uh, you were telling the story with the pictures and letting the action well, that was uh, carry you along. So from a act, film standpoint, that, I, I thought it was pretty good. Well, that's true for the first act and maybe half of the second act. After that, there was plenty of dialogue. Yeah, there was a lot of dialogue between the captain, the computer, and we had, uh, uh, what's his name, Fred? Um, Fred Willard. Fred Willard, thank you. Exactly. Lots of lines in a, a there. Five action person. Uh, mixed with the fat cartoon people. And then there's another problem. This film, you might say it was esoteric. It, um, I saw it in the theater, like opening day, in a matinee with a bunch of kids that were screaming and crying, is this thing over yet? Seriously, I'm not kidding. I kept hearing, is this over yet? Because no, no, nothing was happening. The kids were bored shitless. The, the, you know, Wally rolling around going, you know, with a little stupid uh, cockroach getting run over and coming back to life. It just, it meant nothing to kids. 
even yeah. the second half of the movie, I don't think interested the kids because there was just too much talk. I've been in, you know, the opening of some other films, Disney and, and Pixar, that had kids on the edge of their seat from the beginning. This yeah, I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I, I think it was, you, you know, you refer to it as trying to be the thought-provoking, speechy, whatever you want to, you know, preachy, that, you know, don't screw things up type thing. I think that was part of the problem with the film, that they were so busy thinking on that part that they kind of lost sight of, we need to be entertaining, too. Yeah, Wally, the character, was kind of cool. I thought Eve was a little bland. But um, I think Wally is an individual character that they could do little short stories with is a fun character. I just think the rest of it sucked, quite honestly. Yeah. That's why I say the short about the one trying to clean up <laughs> the thing that's stuck outside is much funnier than the movie itself. And and I think, you know, Up was another example of storytelling without a lot of dialogue for the first act. I mean, the first act, I mean, maybe had a hand handful of words in the first act, and I thought it was beautifully done. You knew oh, yeah. exactly what was happening without a single freaking word, you know. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. Um, uh, and th that's great filmmaking. That because the, the images were telling them something, where in Wall-E, you've got a robot. It's talking trash. It made no sense to them that he... He saw a lighter, or he saw a hubcap, or he was watching some old freaking failure of a musical on TV. Wait, okay, hey, so you got to understand. music is on Main Street, buddy. What? The, the music's on Main Street. So? <laughs> it's still a failure of a movie. And, uh, what? Hello, what is it? Hello, Dolly? No. Hello. No, no, no. Uh, it was Meet Me at... Oh, crap. What is the movie now? No, oh, I was thinking it was Hello, Dolly. I thought it was Hello, Dolly. No, and Helen no, Dolly was a loser. No, no. That's anyway, so the the thing is that adults understand that the robot's behaving like a human when he shouldn't. The kids don't. That's right. that, that's that why that's it. where the humor's lost until Eve shows up, because kids don't get that he's not behaving like he should. The kids don't get it, that yeah. he's the last of his kind, and that you know because he's lasted so long, he's not quite like the rest of them. They don't get that. No, well, even after she showed up, I don't think they got it, and they they might got a few laughs from you know the fat people. Um, it's it still, I think, you know, lost. Um, it was lost on kids, and quite a, frankly, I think it's lost on a few adults too. But uh, yeah, hello, Dolly, Michael Crawford. Is, yeah, I did think it was. I'm looking it up too right now. And, and if I remember my tour, it was Michael Crawford. I know that. Yeah, 20th Century Fox, correct. The reason some of those sets are still there is because the it failed in its first release and there was no budget to tear Put the sets. Down, down, yes. <laughs> down. So that's that's part of 20th Century's uh, uh, legacy or of um, not financing, budgeting or um, cost, uh, whatever, is when it made some money, then they'd tear down those exterior sets and it didn't. So uh, anyways, but what else do we have to talk about? All right, so I went to Disneyland. That's right, you have a rant. Yeah. Oh, did you get my my nice little comment? Yes, I did. <laughs> you know, the the post is more to let uh, the parent of the third child know that we had made it safely to Disneyland. Okay, because it sounded like, oh my God, how can I handle this? No, okay. no, it was awesome because the two boys, they just entertained each other, and then my daughter and I, you know, we were the ride buddies, so it was, it worked out really good. It was just you know a fun way to let the 
parent of the child know that we, you know, we were there. It, it totally came over to those not in the know as I don't know how I can do this. I, I don't know <laughs> well, you know, I was kids at once. Uh, that was awesome. So, so, all right, so we get we get there, we get in line. Because remember, I I traveled to you with to Disneyland the first time you'd ever taken your kids to Disneyland without someone else. Well, I was to someone else, but you, I had found out that day that you had never taken your kids to Disneyland without a second person being there to help you handle them. Correct. Wasn't so bad. There were what three? <laughs> no, I'm just blown away by that because I used to take my young ones by myself all the time. I, I don't get sure. to struggle, you know. All right, so we're there in line. And uh, in line to what? The turnstile to to enter Disneyland. We've already gone through bag check. How was what day is this? What day is this? Did you get pat down? Did you get an anal? No, no. Pat. It was Monday, yeah. the eleventh. And you didn't call me. The kids well, are off school. I thought you might have been off since it was you know a school. Why were they off school? Val- uh, veter- um, ba- 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 Lincoln. The, oh. Lincoln's birthday was the twelfth, which was my day off. The district See, made it the 11th, so they could have a three-day weekend. Yeah, so I, so I took the day out. Well, so the school schools are off. The government people are off. But those of us that really have jobs and have to work, we still have to work because we don't even get a paid holiday on that day. So well, I, you I, should have called, man. Okay. Well, didn't you, don't you? We used to have a President's Day. You get one of them. No, that's all, next week. That's Monday. That's, that's coming. This, that's this coming Monday. So and I do have that off. That's what I'm saying. The, the union has that covered in a different way. Well, I got both. Okay. I get Lincoln and... Washington, which is what, which was what it used to be, right? Washington's birthdays become President's Day. So we're standing in line for turnstile, and the line's chunking along like normal. Okay, and then it comes to a screeching halt. Now I didn't notice because I'm trying to type a, uh, I'm trying to type a, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter status, and I get done this, and I notice I'm not moving, and I look up, and there is the ticket taker at their little console with the guest looking over their shoulder. Holding big pieces of eight and a half by eleven printed out, you know, paper printed out tickets, and they're sitting there and they're like they're comparing notes or something. And I and I'm like six people away, so I really can't tell what they're doing. But I'm like, what the heck's a hold up? So I look to my one side, the, the line next door, right, and they're and they're moving pretty quick. So I tell my son, jump over there, and when you get next to us, we'll hop, right. He comes up next to us. Okay, fine, we jump. The people right in front of us, same thing. Line comes in screeching halt. They whip out six pieces of eight and a half by eleven paper, and they have to look over there. And you know, it's like they're huddled around the console, punching in information. And I'm like, what the hell? So the the cast member that said it's supposed to take your picture, you know, that new anti sell your unused ticket. They take your picture and attach it to your multi day pass. You've heard about that, right? Yeah. Okay. So that person's standing right there doing nothing. So I hit her up and say, what's going on? She goes, oh, well, when they print their tickets at home and they don't put in all their information, we have to punch it in here. For every person that has a printed out ticket, the dude, the ticket taker has to punch in on their touchscreen, hunt and peck, name, address, birthday, whatever the hell. And it's not one person. It's usually a group of five or six. And so easily we stood in a turnstile line for a grand total of 20 minutes because we switched. If we hadn't switched, it would have only been like 10. But we got impatient and switched because they have to stop and freaking punch all this crap into the freaking ticket taker console. 
this is that new, more convenient, easier, and quicker print your ticket at home. Yeah, it's it's easier for you to get your ticket, but man, when you show up, it's a pain in the ass. Okay, wait, but back up. Um, Richard was being somewhat sarcastic. <laughs> yes, I caught were, that. You were being frustrated. Uh, it's not Disney's fault. It's the fucking fault of the fucking idiots who can't fucking read the rules <laughs> and pay attention to what they have to fill in before they print their fucking ticket. Now, oh, okay. Warning, everybody. It could be F-bomb. F-bomb. drop at this point. <laughs> Here's the thing. Who knows? Number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. It's like, you know what? If you can't follow simple directions, they should send you over to a ticket booth or something and not hold up the line. I, I agree. I agree because I got I got screwed by this not once but twice. <laughs> well, your impatience. Of course, I know. I know why. It's, I got. I got treated to a second reaming. Did you have your Vaseline with you? Or did you have to <laughs> no, take it Vas- off. No, my face, face facts. You screwed up. You trusted them. My extra torture was the two boys going, "What the hell's going on?" Well, not they weren't using. They weren't saying hell. They're like, no, they weren't saying hell. They're like, Dad, why is it taking so long? I don't know. Ask them because I. Was How old are they, Mike? Ten. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad when the 10 year old looks at it and say dad what the hell is no going they, didn't, on? they didn't say that <laughs> but it was come on let's change lines again that's that was their solution let's change lines again I'm like no i'm not getting caught by <laughs> i've already learned my lesson once but oh it's just holy cow that's that's just stupid and unfortunately that's yeah i can only say greg's absolutely it. i mean it is it clear though it, 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 has anyone looked on the website for print your own tickets and see how? I don't know. I've never printed my own tickets. Neither have I. That's not true. So I don't. You know, I don't know if Greg's assertion that they're too stupid is. No, I, 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 I no. I'm, I'm going to take Greg as gospel. They are too stupid to do their tickets on the the right way. I'm, but is it obvious when you're printing out your own ticket that you have to put all that crap in there, or you can get held up at the gate? Well, it probably doesn't say you're going to be held up at the gate, but it probably says please fill all this. You know, information out for, you know, a timely whatever at the gate or, you know, some bullshit lawyer speak. And people uh, say that's just bullshit and it's just for, uh, they just want to know who we are so they could sell ads to us and they leave it blank and just go to the park. What a pain in the ass. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, that was my rant. What was that? Well, that was a good rant. So, so why the hell didn't she call me? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought about it at one point. We were walking down Main Street, and I was, we were falling right behind the, one of your colleagues. I'm thinking, I should call Richard. I'm like, no, I don't want to hear the kids complain. Don't, let's not talk. Let's go on ride. And, and, you know, thanks to them, we ended up spending an hour and a half in the house of torture. Which is the house of torture? Innovation, interventions, you know, house of the future, uh, you know. Uh, well, that's where you just leave them alone. Then you go off and do your thing. You, you can be out, gone for three or four hours. They'd never notice it. Say, how old are they? Yeah, I think you could leave them there for a while. Go no, no, that was okay. They, they wanted to see the robot. Asimo. So that, he's still there. Yeah. Yeah. So of course we got there five minutes after his. Show. You know, I've <laughs> so never starts. seen. I've never seen him. It's, it's, it's okay. The, I've seen videos of him. I've never seen him in person. You see the videos, you've seen it all. Uh, you see it in person, it's like, 
he's not as tall as I thought he was. <laughs> but um, but beyond that, it's like you, you don't see anything new or different. It's not like he's standing on one hand. I mean, what what you see during the show is exact, exactly what he you see in the video. He hasn't learned any new tricks since he was No, from, no, so no. But it's t- the only know. thing that's... Yeah, the only thing that's intriguing about it is now you're actually seeing, no, there is no wire attached to him. He really is, you know, autonomous to his environment right there. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll submit to you that Osimo, the Osimo show is programmed. He's like an he's like a free-roaming animatronic because you can see the guide uh, markers on the ground that he stays in. Right. And you can, um, and you know, the whole thing's choreographed. He's... I'm not even sure he's actually responding to the handler's voice commands. He must be, but yeah. How much? How much is reactive, and how much is it programmed that that's what's going to happen at a certain time? Yeah, you know, obviously him yeah. going up the stairs to check in the bedroom—that's scripted out because you could see the markers. You could see the little gates he walks through to go up right. there and go up the stairs and come down the stairs. But it's, and, but it's still neat seeing a machine do that. Oh yeah, it's it's cool. You know the. The kids, you know, got a kick out of it. I, you know, at one point they show you his video feed, and you're thinking those cameras are easily ten years old because the resolution is so stinking low. You mean it's standard def? N- not even. <laughs> not even. Oh, oh, I was uh for uh, uh Wreck-It Ralph. We're seeing the ads since Wreck-It Ralph is speaking of movies coming out on video on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, over in London, they did a uh, uh, dressed up a street called Eight Bit Lane, and they made everything pixelated. I thought it was something that had to do with Legos at first, but then they said they said no, it's Eight Bit Lane to make it look like one of those eight bit games, and they pixelated all the things right down to the water puddle looked all pixelated that was going out there. It looked pretty cool. I'll have to see if I can That's find the video. Minecraft. That's what you've been inspired by because Minecraft is gal pretty much like 8-bit blocky graphics. Yeah, it, it, it just kind of looked cool on there. All right, we should mention uh, WestFest is coming up. I yes. finally saw the the new pin. Um, Josh did a great job, though. Um, he did a good job Radiator Springs. I thought we were going with Carthay Circle this year, but I think his uh, logo looked really good, so I can't yeah. argue with his uh, talent or his... Uh, though I do question him coming out of retirement. Is he no longer doing illustrations? Is that not his day job anymore? I don't know. Did he be, did he become a banker? <laughs> Funny, uh, but no, he ha- he hasn't done uh, the last two Westfest logos. He didn't do World of Color, and he didn't do Toad. I'm looking at okay. No, we, I know he didn't do Toad. Um, he didn't do World. Who did World of Color? Somebody, a friend of uh, Electric Mike's. Oh, did, I guess I'd forgotten or hadn't realized that. Um, so yeah, welcome back, Josh, to the uh, illustrations for Westfest. He started those pins and yep. has done a great job over the years. And that is April... 18, 19, 20, and 21. Because okay, I haven't seen anything about any schedules yet. and it's you know, Well, okay, we can't make a schedule until Disneyland or the resort releases their hours for that t- that time. If you go to the park's website, their hours are only up for to the 26th of March. Yeah, but you can figure out some basics before then. And well, if you, have you gone? It says kick, it, the, the, you know some of those things can be done, but you know let's not get into the that. dates are there. It just we just don't know the hours. Uh, the other thing we should mention is our good friend Aaron Wallace from the. Um, why am I going blank? Zippity Doo Pod is his original podcast. I don't know if he still does that. He's I a, think he 
does occasionally. You know, he has moved to the Orlando area, uh, so he's at the parks a lot. But his new book, Thinking Fans Guide to Walt Disney World, The Magic Kingdom, is due out in April. I believe you can pre-order. I'm pretty sure. Yep. It's uh, being published by the Intrepid Traveler. And we, um, I don't know if you got it, but I did get a, uh, a pre-excerpt. I saw it. And uh, hopefully I will be getting, I think I'll be getting a, a full version once uh, they get those ready. But I've been talking to him for the last few months about the progress on it. It sounds like it's going to be pretty good. So I'm excited to um, uh, to see how that's going to go. So, you know, you guys were talking about how long. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and we've already <laughs> gone over that time. So I guess I'm going to have to end the show. No, no, but i got more to talk about. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Besides, I was going to make one little uh, spiel about uh, something come up at Disneyland too. Go ahead, you go, you do your thing. I'll do my thing, and then then I'll then I'll start the music that that won't uh, cut out when we talk. Okay, I didn't know if uh, it, if. <laughs> okay, we've now backed up. Okay, go ahead. Jeez, oh. man, he's getting more thrill out of that toy. Go. Um. <laughs> Just go. Uh, what were you Disneyland saying? announced uh, over the new area, the Princess Fantasy Fair that uh, built where uh, Plaza Gardens used to be, is going to open up on March twelfth. So is that, that the that full learns. official opening, or is that soft? That's 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 going to be the official opening. Okay. Do you think it'll be open before then? Well, we'll talk after the show. Okay. No, we can't because you you don't have that much time. Eh. <laughs> All right, the last thing I have to talk about, uh, and I, and I, here, I'll start the thing, too, uh, is that the Esquire asked me to... Come back. Come on. He asked me to announce that the Hotel Menage there at the corner of Ball and Harbor has, very cool hotel. has really good rates for the West Fest weekend, 90 bucks a night. I'm telling you, you try it, you'll like it. Uh, I dropped him off, the Esquire off there the last time he was in town. He had a first floor room that was uh, open ceilings right next to the pool and the bar. Uh, Very convenient. It was very cool. Uh, Much better than the piece of crap dorms across the street that you guys have been staying in. It it is a very nice hotel. I've I've gone there a number of times. Um, Very nice hotel. Yeah, it's got a restaurant on the first floor. It's um, you know, it's nice, a little, cool area. A little longer it, to walk, but it's 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 worth the bucks, I think. And I'm curious to know if they got some sort of show going because the last couple times I've driven past it, they have some uh, lighting, uh, stage lighting that they've set up on the back side of the pool area. So I'm wondering if they got like some sort of luau or some sort of show that they have in the evening over there. So it's not, to, it's not very large. Uh, go check it out again. Area, but there's there's an outdoor bar. There's the indoor bar. Um, it's a a cool place alright so are you ready now you probably could have still played that we could have finished no we would have ran out easily we easily would have run out of time well it's 57 seconds worth I have one minute one second and we already used up 30 of it and you guys were well not done alright well then you go ahead and start off uh, the you know the good nights then good night then good night I'm not saying a word